I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. All right, welcome into Hour 2. We appreciate you being here with us. Hopefully you're enjoying the show. It is NFL Championship Game Weekend, and we've already discussed it at length in the first hour, and we're going to talk about it right now. And a little bit later, we'll talk about what happened with a receiver, prominent young man uh, out of LSU, um, got caught up into some some gambling situations. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Also, we got up on game, down on game coming as well. So we got a lot to get to. And, uh, well, it is championship game weekend, and we are broadcasting live from Tyrac.com studios. In fact, Tyrac.com, well, we'll help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. And before you go jump into your ride and start driving around and using them tires, you might want to feel plenty good about how you got your day started. That's right. Me, I'm doing this thing, this partnership with Silk. It's called the Feel Plenty Good Challenge, which is seven days in a row of having Silk Almond Milk as part of your breakfast. Yeah, I've been doing it. It's been really good. It's healthy. I feel great. My muscles is coming in. I can see my belly going down. And, well, if that wasn't good enough for you, you can win breakfast for a year. Terms apply. No purchase necessary. Visit challenge.silk.com to participate. TJ Hutchmanzad is in. Plexico Burris is out. We'll carry you for the next hour. And we are going to talk NFL championship game weekend. We're resetting it up, TJ. Kansas City. Let's start with Kansas City and and this Baltimore Ravens game. The the Chiefs for the first time are traveling on the road this playoff season and they were able to get through Buffalo and now they got to do it again and go into Baltimore. What do you see as the differences? Because to me, I thought it was a very impressive win for them to be able to get past Buffalo. What do you see as the differences and and what the Chiefs have to do in order to win this game um, going up against uh, a, another team that has a running quarterback, which would seemingly be a great, you know, 
a great preparation for the Chiefs to have a chance to match up against Lamar Jackson. It's a different style of running quarterback. Josh Allen is more of a we're going to run some powers, quarterback powers. I'm going to run through you type of quarterback, whereas Lamar is going to run around you, um, try to use his athletic ability to make you miss. Yes, where Josh Allen can do that, but he'll run through you also. So you got to be ready for both. Mm -hmm. I, I felt like the Bills couldn't stop the run. Pacheco and the Chiefs ran the ball pretty much at will last week. You're not doing that against the Baltimore Ravens. If you do, you're going to win the game. If the Chiefs can run the ball as effectively as they did last week, they'll win the game. I don't believe they will be able to run the ball against the ball. The Ravens, their defense is great against the pass. It's great against the run. What do the Chiefs feel like? they do best or what do the Chiefs feel like they could have the greater results? Is it via throwing the ball or will it be running the ball? And, and so that's going to be something that the coaching staff and our offensive staff will have to come up with and figure out what is our best chance to win the game. Let me ask you this. Let me throw this at you. And moving around, because this has been a thing, this has been something that, that has been being discussed and tossed around, going no huddle, shifting, motioning, moving guys around, getting, creating space. You know, Pacheco, I I love his game. He runs super, super hard. And I think if you're going to have an opportunity to run against a Ravens defense that moves the way they move, you're going to have to get downhill and you're going to have to get downhill very, very quickly and very suddenly if you're going to have that chance. Pacheco does that. Do you see Andy Reid being able to schematically move the, the, the formations around to to create a a you know an opportunity for Pacheco to find those gaps in in the defense and for that to be able to create enough confusion where if he does have a little bit of success that that play action helps out a uh, uh, you know helps out your your Kelsey's it helps out your you know your other receivers your it, does it does that create what they need is that is it more about the schematics of moving this defense around to have a chance. Okay, LeVar, you are a defensive player. When offensive coaches, and just offenses in general, when you shift, you motion, you're you're doing that because you want to make the defense think on the fly. They have to make adjustments, and you don't have a lot of time. But the thing that Baltimore has, they have a great leader, and a smart linebacker that he can make adjustments right now in Roquan Smith. Mm-hmm. And, and so the advantage that you think you may have from that, it really isn't an advantage. Because Roquan Smith, as soon as you shift, he's going to get the Ravens in the right defense. He's going to make sure they're in the right front. He's going to make sure everybody knows their responsibility immediately. And, and so what may seem like an advantage is no longer an advantage because the Ravens have a guy on defense that is a coach that's playing. Mm. And so that is not an advantage for the Chiefs. And that's why it seems like the Chiefs are going to need big plays. You are not going down the field on the Baltimore Ravens in 10, 12 play drives. You're just not going to do it. And so they need to get big plays. Can Pacheco break a long run? It's possible. I mean, is it likely? No. But anything is possible. Sure. Can one of their receivers make a big play down the field? It's possible. 
And so those things can happen. The likelihood of those things happening, you know, isn't great. And so when you just look at this Baltimore defense, man, where are the yards going to come from? The Houston Texans move the ball up and down the field against everybody they face for the most part all season. Yes, they did. When they play the Baltimore Ravens, we ain't see none of that. <laughs> we did not see any of that. And so now, C.J. Stroud is not yet Patrick Mahomes. May never be that, but he's a fine player. He's and dope. so the greatness of Patrick Mahomes will need to show itself or we will be seeing the Baltimore Ravens in the Super Bowl. That they they have a complete team offensively and defensively. And I do not want to neglect this Kansas City Chiefs defense. They're fantastic. Really, really, really stout group. But can their offense uh play complimentary football? That that's gonna be the t- that's gonna be the key. That's the can key to that game. Yeah, because that defense the right the the Ravens aren't they're not gonna have it easy against that Chiefs defense. That's for sure. They are not gonna have it easy. Mm-hmm. But can the offense help them out? Because I believe the Ravens will have more success offensively mm-hmm. against that defense than the Chiefs offense will have against the Ravens defense. Coming into it, I, I would agree with that. It's a matchup nightmare for the Kansas City Chiefs because they got to play 11 on 11 against this team. And although you had to play 11 on 11 against them, against the uh, the Buffalo Bills, I just think this 11 on 11 is much different than the 11 11 uh with with the uh with the Buffalo Bills. All right, let's switch up. Let's switch up to the Detroit Lions heading out to San Francisco. They're going to play the Niners. The Niners did not have the most impressive showing, but nonetheless could be impressive in the sense that they came off of a bye week and were able to to figure it out and win the game against a Green Bay Packers team that, well, it's almost like the whole, you know, Ravens, uh, C.J. Stroud, um, Houston Texans. It's kind of the same thing. You got a lot of new guard uh, uh, quarterbacks that are out there, really, really talented, really, really good. They were able to have some great success against San Francisco. I think it with that information that, that Detroit is able to take from that game, there is a game plan to go against San Fran and have success. How do you see this matchup with San Fran and with the Detroit uh, the Detroit Lions? Again, you know, the 49ers are looking at themselves in a mirror, just a younger version of themselves, minus Mr. Jared Goff. Um, they're just a younger version of themselves. And can – the Lions continue this miraculous run through the playoffs. Hadn't won a playoff game in over 30 years. You've won two. And so can the 49ers, after many, myself included, wow, you really got outplayed against Green Bay. Green Bay really handed you this game. Brock Purdy made the plays at the end, but he wasn't very good early on. You lose Debo early in the game. And so – Will we see a key injury to a major weapon on either side for the Detroit Lions? Or to say, will that happen? Um, will both quarterbacks be at their best? There's just so many variables that how successful will Detroit and San Fran be running the ball? Now that opens up the play-action pass. Can Jamison Williams make a big play down the field? 
because we know Amon Ra is going to show up. Yeah. And so there's just so many different things that can take place in this game. But the 49ers have been a dominant football team all season. Dominant. And normally when you've been dominant all season, and it's going to stay with you in the playoffs. But you can't play. If you play the way you played last week, tomorrow, 49ers season is a wash. It's, it's over. Mm. You, you can't play the way you played last week against the Packers and think you're going to beat this Detroit Lions team. They're, they're, they're not – they're not going to give the game away. I, literally, last week, LeVar, I, the Packers had the game won. They had it. They just didn't take advantage of the opportunities. But they had the game right there, and they didn't take advantage of it, and Brock Purdy showed up. Brock Purdy cannot just throw the ball <laughs> like he did to uh, Darnell Savage, and it's, and it's going to be dropped. You can't count on that. I mean, you just threw it straight to him. You yep. do that to Detroit – Gardner Johnson going to crib it. And so, just got to be a little more aware. Obviously, last week it was a rainstorm out here in California, so the conditions weren't the best. And so, I believe the 49ers, Brock Purdy, and that offense will be much, much better. Hmm. If the defensive front that they have for San Fran doesn't show up better than what they did in that Green Bay game, and you saw what Aaron Jones, who is one of the premier running backs, I love his game, and his success. If he's if if they're able to do that with Jameer Gibbs, which Jameer Gibbs is just as dynamic a runner as as Aaron Jones is, and might even have livelier legs than Aaron Jones at this point. If if they're able to to establish what they were able to do um, at Green Bay was able to do against San Fran, it's going to be a long day. Armstead, he's got to step it up. He's got to play a larger role. Uh, Bosa has to be the superstar that he's he's been, that he's established that he is. And, man, Chase Young, bro, you got to, like, you got to do more. Like, their defensive front, they were getting cracked and blocked by receivers. Like, imagine me allowing T.J. Hushmanzada to just knock me out of a play and just I'm just standing there letting you like, hey, T.J., how you doing? Oh, it's good. Hey, good. All right. Oh, we're going to just let them run right by us. Huh? All right. Well, I'll see you next play. Like, bro, let me tell you something. If you're not giving them receivers something to think about, if you're not giving them boys up front something to think about, with 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 Sewell and all those guys, bruh, they are going to do what San Fran has done to people. They're going to hit you in the mouth and they are going to create gaps and Jared Goff is going to be able to get off in the passing game and it's going to be a hard game for San Fran to match up in at home. I think it's a matchup nightmare for the San Francisco 49ers. That's wow. my take on it. I Can't know wait do, for up on game. We're going to do it. We're going to do it, and we're going to do a few more things. Uh, we're talking uh, booty. <laughs> we're going to talk tay. Or booty. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit of booty on the other side of this break. Uh, this is up on game. That is TJ Hushmanzada. I am LeVar Arrington. And, uh, yeah, we're going to take a quick break. This is Fox Sports Radio. We'll be right back. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, the think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter, right? If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Track your picks and play against others for a shot to win huge cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code UPONGAME for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code UPONGAME only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What time is it? What time? What time is it? Yeah. It's 10.30. Yeah. Uh, we know it's 10.30, or in some places, you know, it's, what, one thirty. 123. Uh, listen, we were just talking about the song. And if you listen to the podcast, you didn't hear them saying 4 a.m., but that's all right. It's a dope little song right there. Anyway, we're in the TireRack.com studio. That's right. It's TJ Hushmanzada. I'm LeVar Arrington. Stretch is taking the day off, but that's all right. We got you covered. And you know what? We're going to talk awards. 
you know, finalists have been named. And so we'll talk awards. But first, we got to talk about Patriots. Uh, Kayshawn <laughs> Boutte. <laughs> I'm sorry. I tried not to say his name without laughing because it's a serious issue that, that he's facing right now. But but it, talking about some booty, um, talk to me, Bo, about what, what, what Kayshawn has, has done and why he's in the situation that he's in. And then, you know, I want to hear what you got to say about this, TJ. I, I want some opinions on, on the booty. Yeah, so the Patriots wide receiver was arrested on Thursday in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, uh, over allegations that he was uh, betting on sports while playing at LSU, he allegedly placed over 8,900 wagers, uh, at least 17 of those on NCAA football games and including at least six involving LSU while he was still playing there. Um, he used an alias to get around the uh, the age limit. Which, although, Which, by the way, the aliases. Give us the yeah, aliases. I think it was just Kayshawn Boot, uh, Booty uh, 89 or something like that. Like it was, He wasn't trying that hard to uh, hide his identity. So. Right. Yeah, 8,900 wagers while a uh, player at LSU. So these are – this is because he's crossed over state lines and he did this in college while he was playing for the team. These are federal charges that he's he's facing right now, correct? Uh, yeah, I believe so. It does look like that. It's how did he cross over state lines if he was in Louisiana? I'm not sure, but the the wagers crossed over state lines, as I do believe the reports um, have have sta- stated. Yeah, I, I believe it went up to a up, up until about a week after he was drafted by the Patriots. Yeah, so he wasn't even in school. He wasn't even point. a player in the National Football League because technically he didn't sign a contract. So. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It really is. These go players, yeah, yeah, these on. players, I, I don't wonder, do they watch TV? Do they look at social media? Like I, You're I, going to get caught. When you're in college, I get it, I guess. I'm not a big gambler. Like, I'll bet you. But, like, placing bets with a bookie and in Vegas and all of that, I ain't doing that. Right. Because the thrill of winning for me is not better than the agony of defeat. And so when you got to give up your money for a game, no, I'm not doing that. But if you just watch TV and see what has happened to players that have done this, why would you jeopardize your livelihood? Like, why? And so I will say this, though, moving forward. The NFL will be sending players out to talk to teams, former players. I might be one of those former players. Nice. To go talk to the teams and these players about why you shouldn't do it and the consequences that come with it. And I'm not talking to them in a professional. I'm going to talk to them how we talk because that's how you need to hear it. Mm-hmm. It really is – Honestly, LeVar, it isn't worth it. If you bet $5,000 and you win, you have to get They say he won up to 500000 in winnings. Oh, he and invested he, it and was investing it back into continuing to bet. Hey, he he know what he's doing then. He know what he's doing, Doc. But let's just say you bet $5,000 just on that one game. When you win – that that five thousand dollars doesn't change your life if you're playing in the National Football League. It doesn't change your life. But those five thousand dollar losses can add up. 
and that could change your life. And, and so I know somebody that used to bet a ton and he would show me on his phone plus 600 and something thousand plus a million. And then he stopped showing me. And mm-hmm. I said, you must be losing. Kept losing. Mm-hmm. He, you must be losing. He said, bro, I'm done gambling. I lost over a million dollars. But it was all good well, when you was up. Day. And I kept telling him, bro, you stupid. You crazy. We got- You've been known to tell people to stop. <laughs> bro, <laughs> hey, like, I, I just don't. When you're in college, man, I, there's just some things you do. We've, we, we've all made a ton of mistakes being young and in college. And the young kids of today, their mistakes are magnified because it's broadcast, because of social media. We get the news right away. But I know the NFL is – they are doing all that they can to put this awareness out to make sure that guys are making the right decisions. Moving forward, they will be hearing from former players. Actually, we got to go – we're going to be doing some training for this um, here at the Super Bowl just on why, why, why should we not do this? Talk to somebody. Call somebody. And obviously, I'm going to get the training so that I can educate the guys the right way. We don't need to be doing it. You're in the National Football League. You pretty much, you've made it. Now, let's use this money and let's not gamble. Let's go invest it. Let's, let's go do right with this money so that I can change the fortunes of my family and the people around me in my community. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Instead of gambling. I hope everything works out for the young fella, man. I met him at the Combine. Seem had some conversations with him. Seemed like he's a, a good dude. My daughters went to school with him. And so I wish the best for him in this situation. But these players, they got to be smarter than this, man, because you, you've seen it. We've seen it on TV numerous times now. I thought after the last one, that was it. And here we come with another one, albeit it happened years ago or last year. And so I hope we don't see or hear another one. But at this rate, you never know. TJ, I don't feel bad for him at all. I hate I, I, I don't even hate to admit it. I just I don't feel bad for it. Um when you make those types of, of decisions, you consciously made a decision to risk it on. Like you said, too much information says that you're gonna get caught and, and, and you're having success doing it. You're you're betting all those bets, all that commitment to it. To me, if you're smart enough to manage that amount of betting and that amount of winning, like you're winning. That's how you're able to bet that much and that many times. I just don't feel bad for that. I really don't like learn your lesson. I do believe in redemption. I I do believe in, in having second chances. Hell, I even believe in having third chances, to be honest, depending on what it is that you did. Um, in this case, I do believe in second and third chances, but I don't feel sorry, not one bit. And and at some point, I mean, point, damn, Lavar, he is a kid. He's a college, some, he's a kid, but he in bro. Come on, if you if you're good enough, if you're good enough to do all of those things that he's doing, that he knows is illegal. Why aren't you just doing it for something that isn't illegal? Like that's to me, that's the simplest way I can think of things. Like I've broken rules, I've done hey, things that. Can I that ask you would, this? Yeah, think ahead. about this. It's illegal, correct? Yes, it is. How was it so easy for him to lie about his age? If if you're not allowed to gamble listen. until you're 21, 
You tell me why isn't it harder to prove that you're not 20? Why isn't it harder? Why is it so simple? I don't feel like that. I don't feel like that justifies it to me in terms of for him. For him, when you're, when you're when you're a young kid, you want to do things that older people do. That's but he just, wasn't a young kid. He was. He, he was, wasn't. He, he was. He was in college. Like he. He, he left was school. Te- he was. He, he was. He, a, left. he was. A, he was a teenager. I don't think, I don't think he was a teenager when, Nin- when all 19, of it happened. Uh, Nineteen, twenty years old, Max. He made. Play, he made bets while he was in the league. No, he was not. They said he stopped a week after he got drafted. That's he did that's all in the league. In, no, you're not. You're not in the league. You ain't even put on a helmet yet. You in the league? You got drafted. You you ain't you haven't signed a contract yet. I don't. You haven't feel signed bad. a contract yet. So what I'm saying is this: if it's You're legal, not, he's not a teenager. If, if it's legal, if it's legal, I mean illegal. Why is it so easy for somebody that's not 21 to open up an account? That simple. That basic. Yeah, but the thing about how? it is, with with the gambling part of it, it's still the rules apply to you as an athlete, not not to me. You're lying and you're doing what you're doing to gamble as as a like a hey, civilian, speak, speak, a normal speaking person. Of, speaking of gambling and making bets, you still owe me. What I owe you? My shoes from uh, two years ago. You why, and Plexico Burris have you never gonna, paid me my I said I got debt. you covered. I said, I, I mean, you just got to pick some out. I got you. <laughs> hey, I'm plugged up. Hey I'm, just, hey, I'm just saying for y'all listening, because I know my, my, my boy listening right now, Martin, we, we, he let, you owe me shoes. I got it, but I ain't illegal in owing you <laughs> shoes. Matter I said I. Hey, I said hey, I get your shoes hey, when I feel been, like it. Hey, it's been so long. I feel like you owe me two pair now. I said I get your shoes hey, when, when I, I feel like blink it. Blinking, 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 feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a feel bad because TJ said you a kid and I should feel bad for you. But otherwise, if it wasn't for TJ, I wouldn't feel bad for you. But I do hope that you learn that your lesson so that you know you don't make the same mistakes because. From from what I've heard, you know, Lavar, hey, I'm just I'm just saying, man. You you're a youngster, man. When you're a youngster, you do some things you, you shouldn't do. You do dumb do. stuff. You do dumb 100. stuff, and you risk it. But I just don't think that. And I don't know, man. I just think in certain things, like look at these shoes I just sent you on group chat, man. They're customs. It's, it's pretty. They're pretty fly metallic. There you go. They, they some J's. Um, Listen, the bottom line is is that it is what it is. Those things happen, and you got to take the good with the bad when you make those mistakes. Those are the facts of life. They made a TV show about it. But what we do know is that Isaac Lohengron, before we get to the, you know some of these uh, honors finals, Isaac Lohengron is going to give us some trending, and I do know that he's going to deliver that. And the rules of being great, well – is that you get to have people tell you that you're great. I mean, you're not going to have to face no indictments or no jail time or anything like that. I low. It's just you're not breaking the law. You just, you know, you just you're, you're being the man. So. Right, right. You are, LeVar. Yeah, but yeah, along yeah. those lines, we do start with a huge scandal that is just enveloping the world of sports. Former NFL star LeVar Arrington owes Uh-oh. TJ Hushmanzada <laughs> a pair of Uh-oh. shoes going Uh-oh. on two years. Hey, Ilo, Plexico owes me two pair. Yeah, it's Plexico. He ain't even. He only Plexico. I wouldn't even said off whites when these bets took place. Ilo, I just, I, I guess I was a part of the first one. What though. was the initial wager about? I don't even remember. It was a football something. It was. The, the, it was. The Detroit it was, Lions, I believe. It was yes, the Detroit Lions. Wow. He's, 
I, they bet that they would finish last in the division. I bet they would not. They did not. And then me and Plexico went double or nothing this year because he said the Chicago Bears would win the division. I said they would not. And so there you go. All right. Speaking of <laughs> I said wagers. They would not. Speaking of wagers, TJ. Okay. Yes, sir. Will you have your shoes one month from now? No. <laughs> Didn't think <Dang>. so. <laughs> hey, Ilo, do you think I'll have them one month from now? Babe, you ain't going to have them six months from now. <laughs> wow. Okay, Dang. there we go. I got to be realistic, Ilo. Thank you. I mean, you know, shipping takes a I while. Mean, if you was good with the booty, you'd have your... your <laughs> You'll be collecting all your bets. There it is. We got the squeak. We got the Lamar squeak. That was what I was hoping for. What Kansas City Chiefs fans were not hoping for. Earlier today, the Chiefs ruled out receiver Kadarius Toney for tomorrow's AFC Championship game at Baltimore due to both a hip injury as well as because of personal reasons. The Chicago Bears hired Buffalo Bills defensive line coach Eric Washington as their new defensive coordinator. NFL Media reports the New England Patriots plan to promote defensive line coach Demarcus Covington to become their new defensive coordinator. In the NBA Friday night, Luka Doncic of the Dallas Mavericks scored 73 points in a victory at Atlanta. Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns scored 62 points in a loss at Indiana. Just the fifth time in NBA history that two players have scored 60-plus on the same day. Two of those five happened this week. Back on Monday, Joel Embiid had a 70-point game. Carl Anthony Towns a 62-point game. And his basketball Hall of Famer Paul Pierce tweeted last night, and I quote, Damn, I miss defense in the NBA, unquote. Finally, fellas, back to the NFL, where on the eve of the Lions facing the 49ers in the NFC Championship game, a tweet by former Lions offensive tackle Tyrell Crosby is starting to make waves on social media. Crosby tweeted a picture of a tally he made from a Lions team meeting back in 2018 following a loss to the Seahawks when he counted then-Lions head coach Matt Patricia dropping the F-bomb 374 times during the course of a 49-minute meeting. Crosby. Crosby commented, and I quote, within the first minute of the meeting, I knew it was worth tallying, unquote. And for the record, fellas, that averages out to 7.6 F-bombs per minute. Back to you guys. And they wonder why they couldn't win. (laughs) Wow. Maybe LeVar owed him a pair of shoes. Man. And he he wanted them, so he had to get his point across. (laughs) All right, well. Before we go to break, <laughs> Joe Flacco, you know, the, the NFL honors, you know, finals finalists have come out. And one of the, the deals is the comeback player of the year. Joe Flacco said that he thinks DeMar Hamlin should get it. So before we go to break so I can pay off the tease, do you think Joe Flacco is correct in thinking that, you know, Fla- uh, Hamlin should get it over him as comeback player of the year? Yeah, I believe so. DeMar Hamlin, in essence, died on the field and has come back to play, albeit in the limited role, but he's playing. I mean, if you look at Joe Flacco, I hadn't even seen this. If you look at Flacco, like, what did Flacco come back from? I mean, he had a great year once he got picked up. Yeah, but 
I thought the comeback player was like you come back from an injury or a circumstance. Or from not playing. The circumstances for him was he wasn't playing. He not wasn't like, on the team. Not like you have an injury the year before and you come back and have a great year. For Flacco, he just wasn't on the team. Yeah. And they do include on. that. They do include that as a comeback player, though. Man, I don't know about that. But, yeah, I agree with Flacco, man. It should be awarded to if the man who many – You know I he guess played was, like two, three plays, something like that. All I'm season. sure he played more than that. I've seen him on the field more than two or three plays. I think it was like two, three plays, bro. Played some special teams, but you got to understand where he was at. And to come back and play, um, it's more of a feel-good story than what he actually did on the field. I, I believe that's where Flacco is, is going with it. Mm-hmm. But to me, it would be you get hurt, you come back and have a great year the following year. That's a comeback player because you had to come back from something. Flacco just came back from not being on a team. Like, I don't see how that's a comeback player of the year type of a – I don't I don't get that part well, of it. While, so I, I, while I disagree with you on – him coming back and being a comeback player with Flacco because I think he did have to come back like he was out pretty much most of the season and was able to come back and have success I do agree with you on DeMar Hamlin getting uh getting comeback player of the year the fact that he was able to make the team make the active man roster and make it back out onto the field I said it before it happened before his if his feet touched the ground and he don't play one play at all. I don't give a damn if he didn't play one play at all, TJ. If his feet touched that ground and he did warm-ups and he went through warm-ups and he was dressed on the active man roster for that team, he's a comeback player of the year because he defied death and and made it back where most people that have heart issues, the the moment that they know that they had or something happens, it's a retirement immediately after Just that. being able to have – the mental toughness to get past that barrier because you know the first time he put that helmet and shoulder pads on in practice, it's the unknown. And just, just to get over that mental hurdle for him, that's a ton. You, you talk about coming back from an injury, he came back from death. Yeah. And, yeah. and so that within itself is a comeback for me. I'm with you there on that, and I'm sure a lot of people will agree with you on that as well. On the other side of the break, that's right, what you've been waiting for, up on game, down on game. I dominate it. I always do, always will. Even when I lose, I win. Just know that, yeah, TJ has done pretty good. You heard him talking about some I owe him, some off-whites. That's what I do. Hey, you see them kicks I sent y'all? Did you see them? Did you look at your text message? Yeah, I looked at them. Why would I? I don't care about them until I get mine. Some joints is fire. They got fur on them. They got all kinds of different it's materials. It's rich people stuff. Them. I can't afford it. It's rich people stuff. I can't afford it. That's TJ Hushmanzada. Um, we're going to just go right by that like he didn't say anything. And uh, we're going to go to the break. And on the other side of it, up on game, down on game. Yep, presented by DraftKings. This is Up On Game. TJ Hushmanzada, LeVar Arrington, Fox Sports Radio. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... 
there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back into Up On Game. We are broadcasting live from Tyrac.com studio. It's TJ Hutchman's out. I'm LeVar Arrington. Plex is out for the, the weekend for the show. Um, but that's all right. If you want to check out anything that you may have missed on this show, make sure that you go search wherever it is that you get your uh, your podcast from and look up Up On Game. And make sure you stay locked in and dialed in because the JKS show is coming up next. That's Jonas Knox. Uh, if you didn't know if it's nasty enough, right? Anyways, make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app as well. Do it now and use code up on game. If you do it right now, you'll win our affections. All right. Make sure you go do uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download it now. And uh, new customers, well, you can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code UPONGAME. And you know what it is. The crown is yours. And right now it's time for a little bit of this. Time for some picks. Are you up on game? Hey, let's crank this up. Let's crank it up. Or down on game. Get down. All right, Bo. 
What 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 are we looking like? What what were our picks like? Do we know what our picks were last week? Yeah. How did we do? So last week uh, we got TJ coming in at a respectable uh, four and three. Okay. Uh, Lavar coming in at two and five. Ooh. Hey, just give, just give us the yearly yes. so far. Just give us the playoff standings. <laughs> the uh, playoff standings, the totals right now. Uh, Lavar is six and thirteen. Uh, TJ is thirteen and six. Ooh, yeah. But there's time for a turnaround. Okay, can you just throw Plaxico in there as well? He's not here to hear uh, this domination. He, throw him in there. Yeah, Plax is. Uh, I'll I'll do the math, but Plax is uh, probably in between you guys. Looking yeah. a quick look. Just here. so everybody know, thirteen and six. Hey, as as my man would say, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm just telling you what I would do. <laughs> Rob Parker. You know, hey, just, if you, you roll with me, you're going to win some money because I ain't betting. Oh, my gosh. All Come right. On. First on, game bro. here today. Uh, we got the Chiefs <laughs> heading to Baltimore to take on the Ravens in the AFC Championship game. I bet you I win this weekend. Baltimore, I bet you I win this one. Baltimore is a four-point favorite. The uh, point total currently set at 44 and a half. All of these courtesy of our friends over at DraftKings. Go ahead, TJ. Listen, I don't care about the points. I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens. They're the better team on both sides of the ball. Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens will win this. And I'm go- and they'll cover the four. I'm going to give up the four, four and a half points. That doesn't matter. And I'm going to go ah, under, under. I'll take the under. That's a tough You're one. taking the under. Wow. That's a tough one. I'm taking the over on the 44 points, and Baltimore is going to cover the four. All right. Next up, the Detroit Lions head to San Francisco to take on the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. Uh, 49ers currently a seven-point favorite at home. Point total set at 52. What's the point total again? Where are they 52. giving up? 52. 52. All right. And what's the what's the who's, who's the uh, favorite? San Francisco's a uh, touchdown favorite in this one. By seven. Seven, yeah. Go ahead, TJ. No, you got it. I went first. You got it. Go ahead. Go ahead, sir. San Francisco is going to lose this game. Detroit is going to win. So the seven and a half points, I'm, I'm obviously not taking that. I'm taking the money line on this one. And they, Detroit is going to win this game. And as far as the point total, well, I guess I would be willing to say that in this game of 52 points, I'm going to take the under in this one. Let me just say this. I'm going to take the under in the points. And this is why I win and LeVar loses, because I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers, and I'm going to give up the seven points because a good team very rarely do they play bad two games in a row when especially the game of all games being the Super Bowl is on the line. So TJ will be taking the San Francisco 49ers, giving up the seven points, and I will also be taking the under. Uh, I just don't agree with that, but, you know, we're, we're going to work on getting you your shoes. You know, I, well, I'm going to get you a pair of shoes. If, 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 if Plex ain't going to be in on it, I'm going to get you a pair of shoes, TJ. All right. Well, I appreciate Listen, that. Thank you, sir. I, and they're going to be off-whites, too. I uh, I hope. I think. Maybe. Anyway, this is Up On Game. That's TJ Hushmanzada. I'm LeVar Arrington. Listen, we hope that you enjoyed this show and enjoyed Up On Game, Down On Game. Enjoy the championship weekend. Some great games to be played. And you know what? Continue to enjoy Fox Sports Radio with the JKS Show. Jonas Knox is coming up next. We'll holler at you. Peace. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.